This is Michaela McLean, and you're listening to Beauty by Design. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thanks for being here. It's time to talk about our next gate, gate seven, and this is a personal one, so I'm always excited about those. Before we get into it, um, Aesthetic Next 5.0 just found out this morning that I was nominated for Esthetician of the Year, which is super exciting, so honored, so humbled um, to be you know, up there along industry leaders uh, in all the categories of course, friends and friends that are injectors and educators and other estheticians. So it's so cool. So if you're in the industry and you feel like casting a vote um, for all the people that you, you know, see as, as like, hey, they're doing an amazing job, you can go over to Aesthetic Record on Instagram and they've got the ballot in their link in bio. Um, if you feel like attending, you know, you can use my last name, McLean, M-A-C-L-E-A-N-5-0 for a discount off of your ticket. I know we already did the giveaway, announced the winner for the free ticket to Aesthetic Next. Um, but I highly recommend coming because it is just, it's an amazing conference and I will be teaching. I'll be lecturing in the esthetician track, but of course, teaching a hands-on workshop, which is about bringing alternative modalities into your clinical practice into a clinical setting um and i'm so excited about that so that's an additional workshop if you are there and you're like yes i want to i want to do this so i'm going to be certifying people in my energetic aesthetics reiki level one so this is not just it's not regular reiki it's um it's doing doing energy work in a very clinically palatable i'm like i'm going to coin that that's the term i keep using but you know, that it's like we're we're about soothing the nervous system and doing things that are very, very gentle uh, and just very helpful. You know, I, I almost want to say I grew up, but I did. I grew up in medical settings and um, I had to pop into my old room office just the other day. And, you know, it, it's like a you just remember that it's like th this is a that clinical setting is very comfortable for me. But it doesn't necessarily come with the warm fuzzies, you know, I guess might be a way of putting it. And I think there's a beautiful way to blend all of this together that makes a lot of sense that it's not just strictly cold and clinical and it's not totally over in the woo. It's in this beautiful science meets spirituality place. Um, and that's where I come in, you know, so um, I will be teaching that. Um, my good friend Josh Davis, Talks Josh, will be my lovely assistant and uh that one is on friday the during the week so yeah i mean you know all the rest oh the brand new yoga nidras of course so they play into the energetic aesthetics big time um so new drop all new 13 nidras according to your human design your type and your authority so there are 13 variations um, using the correct one to basically, again, this is part of the soothing the nervous system, allowing the body to like rest and repair itself. Science backs this up um, and then implanting like great human design content in there. And you don't have to do anything. You don't even need to understand any of this. You know, all the details that go into on the podcast, it's like, forget about it. 
just let it sink into your cells and get beauty sleep. Um, it's very anti-inflammatory, so it's anti-aging. So many cool things. Um, I think it's episode 188 where I go in depth of Yoga Nidra, but um, yeah, this offering's awesome. And I'm so excited because there's already been people purchasing the bundle, uh, other providers who understand what I'm doing. And they're like, okay, I want to get all 13 because now I have a library to play for anybody that walks through my door. I will have the correct custom Nidra for them. And it's a way of, you know, customizing uh, per, or just just elevating the experience in a way that it's like so specific and unique to each one of your patients or clients. So, again, they're there. They're there for when you're ready. But um, won't bore you with the rest. Of course, you know all the things from the free guides all the all the way through my golden experience course um, memberships. You know, whistle and esthetician love all of the things. All of the things you can find. The link in um, my bio over on Instagram at Michaela McLean, or you can find it in the show notes here. Uh, oh, some very exciting little fox stuff coming. You know, I just have to just mention that because that is that's my brand. Um, and I'm going to have Alexis, the founder, Alexis Rose, Madam Little Fox, on the podcast here soon. We're going to talk about some new things that are coming out. So stay tuned. Um, in the meantime, let's get on. Let's get on to the episode. Uh, my little reminder, my disclaimer, don't try to understand this at the mental level. Just let that sound current energy frequency of beauty sink deep into your cells like good skincare. So we are in the thick of Leo season, of course, um, moving into gate seven, which is located in the G center. So we're, we're getting out of the throat now. Um, which is part of the collective logic or understanding circuitry. This is the more yang, cool-headed, planning, and future-focused side of the chart. It loves repeatable patterns that you can experiment with, you know, tinker basically to to prove over over time. This is the logical left brain, all about refinement and alignment on this side of the collective versus the more creative, experiential flowiness of the collective abstract sensing side but either side that you're looking at whether it's the collective logic or the collective abstract the keynote with them is sharing right this is not about just the individual it's not just about the tribe this is about everyone overall okay so this gate also has special significance when it comes to what is known as the lion's gate. People are kind of, you know, I think vaguely aware of like 8-8, you know, August 8th, um, which I will touch on a little bit further into the episode. So to start with the center itself, this is a G-center gate. And all of the G-center gates revolve around themes of love, identity, and direction. It is the home to the magnetic monopole, which is a one-way magnet that draws everything that is loving and beautiful our way. So gate seven is known as the army. It's the role of the self in interaction. And the keynote with this one is direction or directing by looking forward, leading by influence. This is one of the gates of direction in the body graph. So the low expression with this one is, you know, somebody who's... Mm, self-serving it's about hierarchy they're not 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 worried about like what is the best outcome for everyone again remember kind of this is a collective energy right we're sharing for the for the better of everyone 
Um, or it's just, you know, this is a leadership gate and it's like hiding, you know, not stepping into a leadership role and allowing the self to be seen. And I think about that as being a Leo. Leo is about being, being okay with being seen. Okay. So the high expression of this, you know, it's like, it is the democratic leader. It is logically focused on a better, brighter future for everyone. Um, it is a visionary and it's it's visionary and virtuous, basically. And it sees where we all as a collective need to be going. So seven carries the role of the guide, giving heart-centered direction. You know, direction. This, like I said, it's a direction gate coming off of the G center. So the G center, sorry, gonna have a little tangent here, but the gates coming off of it are either love gates or direction gates. So this is a this is a direction gate. Um and and again, it's interesting. You're like, this is this is like the set the G center is like the center of everything. So this energy energy, excuse me, identifies where uh corrections or adjustments need to be made to get us there, right? Wherever there is. So people with gate seven are catalysts for change. They reorient society to a new direction. They have a vision and a map, you know, and they they know how to like basically what's our course to get there um and to make it happen so again it's like this is about being the head of the army you know organizing your troops and moving out so the circuitry again recognizes patterns it knows what has not worked in the past and formulates a better plan to move move the collective forward so gate seven's energy is deeply influential, but without its partner, 31, which we will talk about here shortly, um, seven on its own is more about influencing the influencer. And it's referred to as the power behind the throne or the chief of staff versus the president. You know, the chief of staff is actually more powerful, but they're not necessarily the one that everybody like thinks of, you know, that's like out front, you know, giving the speeches per se. But it can still hold a role as a visible public leader in its own right. Um, and I laugh because it's it's almost like I have gate seven, you know, <laughs> which we'll talk about. But it's like I always think of it's the more if 31 is the throat, right? And it's it's like it has the voice, but not necessarily like it doesn't have the direction. It doesn't have, you know, like like I said, that heart-centeredness thing. Um it does not have the map it has the voice and so it's like more the visible side where seven is more of like the invisible leader in in my head um so in the gene keys the shadow of this one is division the gift is guidance and the city is a virtue so in the gene key states true leadership like true education does not impose itself on anyone it is the gift of being able to help others find their own way forward in life rather than taking away their individual power. This is precisely what is meant by the name of this seventh gift, the gift of guidance. As was discussed in the seventh shadow, it is the driving force behind leaders that determines what kind of followers or supporters they will attract. At the gift level of frequency, we see the move away from fear towards service. Leaders operating at this frequency are able to think at a collective organizational level. They know that unless individuals are suitably self-empowered, the organization will not thrive. To this end, people with the seventh gift are strong supporters and implementers of schemes that allow individuals more power 
creativity, and autonomy at all levels of society. People with the seventh gift have a powerful magnetic presence, and just from being in their aura, you can come to deep clarity about your own direction. These people can, in particular, help others to see future patterns. This does not mean that they literally can see the future, but that their guidance is in alignment with future trends. It is this quality of being ahead of the crowd that marks these people as leaders. However, their recognition depends on the times in which they live. History shows us again and again that many of the greatest leaders the world has known in government, business, science, or art often pass unrecognized during their own times. People with the seventh gift do not lead from the front, but guide the energy of the group itself. They create a space in which an organic team harmony can develop on its own with minimal interference. They are often content to allow others with the requisite gifts to stand in the limelight while they lead quietly from behind the scenes. And in this sense, the seventh key is an archetype of the power behind the throne. This is the true meaning of guidance, trusting in the life process rather than forcing matters by taking control. This ability to surrender to life itself is the foundation of true leadership. And there's a couple of pull quotes that I love for this one. And um, Richard Red says, every truly virtuous deed done by human beings represents an upsurge in the consciousness of the totality. And everywhere, every day, people commit unseen acts of virtue and the power of these acts is incalculable. They actually offset the powers of chaos. So really this one is, you know, again, being of service and not not being worried about like being seen for influence, but, you know, doing it because it's the right thing to do, you know, that's going to help everyone. So my notes here, this is part of a projected channel. When we just talked about 31 recently, I had its own episode, but you know, we're going to go again. Um, this is part of projected channel. So projected rules apply, seen, recognized, and invited to lead others, invited to be their guide, invited to give them direction. Um, you know, with these, these gates of this channel, you can't just jump in and, you know, make yourself the leader. You have to be invited and elected to hold that position. Um, this is also, I mentioned, this is the gate of direction. This gate seven kicks off the third quarter of the wheel. So, you know, we'll, we'll touch a little bit more on that later. Um, and yeah, I find it interesting. It's like, I've been, you know, on a personal level, like at all of this for so long. And it really is such a patience thing of like, I do see what's really good for people. You know, I'm like, guys, I have something really amazing over here. You know, and it's like just the patience of like waiting for people to see it and want, want to get on board with it. So the programming partner, um, of course, if the sun is in gate seven, in Leo, the Earth is automatically opposite in Aquarius Gate 13, and 13 is known as the Fellowship of Man. It's the gate of the listener. And this is direction or directing by looking back, hearing other people's secrets. So this is the vault. <laughs> you know, this is the one that's like the people that have basically tell me tell me your life story and all your secrets like tattooed on their forehead. So um that that's their role. Their role in life is to be this incredible listener, um, and just like welcome that and be be the shoulder to cry on or the, you know, lending an ear or anything of that nature. Um, it's their nickname is like being the natural therapist. So this one it's interesting. So again, that's part of the collective 
um, abstract. And so again, if you folded the chart in half, these two are mirror images of each other. So like I said, gate seven looks forward and gate 13 listens and reflects on the past. So the gate that completes the channel is also a Leo gate, gate 31, forming the channel of the alpha. Again, this is going to sound familiar because this was just the gate a few episodes back. 31 is known as influence. It's the gate of influence. And this one is about um, being an influential elected leader. It is, it's, a, it's a throat gate, so therefore it has a voice. It's I lead. Um, and again, this is like, the idea behind it is that you're elected. You don't set out to go be influ an influential leader. People, you know, see and want you to be that for them. And again, not pushing your own personal agenda, doing things that are for the betterment of the the whole group, you know, of society, of whoever you're representing. Um, and again, that it's like you're doing you're doing the group's will, not just your own. So again, being of service, so important. And I always think with that one, it's like, yeah, that you're not just like, okay, I want to be the leader. I'm going to like, you know, like speak. I like love to hear the sound of my own voice and hot air or anything like that. It's, you know, it's like it's coming from somewhere. Um, just more, I, I always use that term heart-centered, but being Leo. It's like, if you are a leader, you got to do it. You got to do it the right way. So gate seven is the G-center. So, right, our center for love, identity, and direction, connecting to 31 in the throat center to form the channel of the alpha. It provides guidance, direction, leadership for the collective. People who have either one or both of these energies are genetically coded to be alphas, to be leaders. Their DNA is designed for it. They are here to communicate direction and guidance for all, all everybody involved. And since this is part of logic circuitry, it's about recognizing those patterns. Again, what has and hasn't worked in the past and hopefully leading people toward a better future. Um, and again, with this channel, it's like staying humble and in touch with what the people want is so important. Um, and it doesn't have to be formal leadership. You know, it's like you being a leader in your own field, a master, a visionary in whatever it is that you do and earning the trust of the people around you. Uh, and again, it's not so much about doing as, because again, this is projected energy. So it's not doing for others. It's about guiding them in the right direction. Astrologically, this would be a Leo, Leo conjunction aspect. So all Leo, like I said, that energy of that natural heart-centered leadership, a benevolent king or queen whose subjects love them instead of loathe them. Um, and again, Leo at its finest is, is the heart chakra. That's the G center, you know, doing what is best for their people. And like I said, this kicks off the third quarter and the third quarter is the quarter of duality. This is purpose fulfilled through bonding. So again, you know, this is about that unity, bringing people together versus the, the shadow, the division. So really it is, you know, uniting everyone. So it's interesting, like I said, because this is a personal gate for me. This is my conscious moon. So this is my Leo moon. Um, and, you know, like the one that I'm going to be aware of. Uh, and it's so fascinating because I'm like, yeah, the driven, very, it, the moon is a is your driver in human design. You are driven by whatever is going on with those two gates. And so I would absolutely agree. I'm very much driven to help guide people in a new direction 
Um, I'm a 7.2, so I'm a line two here um, in this particular gate, and that's the Democrat. So again, leading when chosen to lead. I can't force any of this on you, but I'm here. I'm waiting when you're ready. <laughs> like I'm like, I can see what hasn't worked and you know what what do we need to do to fix the pro process so we can progress. Um and I, I do laugh because again being aligned to here, it's like aligned to is oblivious to their natural talents. Like I do not fancy myself as a leader, but the energy is like it's in the chart, you know. Um, and I do think about it more now, you know, where I'm like, yeah, all the work that I do basically is in the name of helping people achieve true beauty, self-acceptance, healing, um, really empowering people in in that way to like love and accept themselves. Uh, and like I said, just just having to wait for people to to recognize and see the value in that and want that guidance, you know, from me. Yeah, there you go. And then I was laughing. I was contemplating this before recording it as well on my walk this morning. And I'm like, I'm a 4-1. I am that 4-1 is the bridge that unites both the left and the right angles. If you know anything about incarnation crosses, it's the rare one, you know, it's in the middle, neither here nor there. So they bring everybody together. Um, and I'm like, I have innocence motivation. It's like there's no agenda. There's there's no nothing here. It's just like I just want to help people, you know. So I was like, yeah, my uh, I have one channel in my chart, the thirty four ten, which is meant to empower other people to love and accept themselves. So I'm like, this really is just kind of like I don't want to be like, oh, I'm a virtuous person, but I'm like, why do I do the things that I do? You know, I was like, oh, it's just simply because I. I see that this is so helpful. It's helped me in my own life so dramatically. And I know a lot of people that I've come into contact with and, and worked with over the years through this have also benefited so much um, that, you know, you're just like, man, I, I feel like I have the secret keys that if people, if people understood if they were paying attention, they'd be like, tell me the secrets, you know, like I want to get there too. And uh, you just see how it's like, man, if everybody was like doing the self-love and acceptance thing with with no agenda, it's like we really would be living in a better world, you know, all together. So that's just my take on it. That's my my experience. Like I said, it's a highly personal gate for me. So, um, you know, prominent in my chart. But um, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the Lions Gate. So uh, I'm not sure I'm going to do a separate episode this year. If you want to go way back to episode 61, I did do a its own episode, but we'll just kind of touch on it. Um, August 8th, when the sun is in Leo at 15 degrees, it has great esoteric significance. Um, this is the time when, you know, it, the, the incredibly bright star Sirius, uh, who that star is known as our spiritual sun, it rises, it's visible in the sky. And in ancient Egypt, it brought the flooding of the Nile and marked the beginning of the new year, signaling a spiritual rebirth. Um, so of course the date is eight eight. And like eight, it has its own, you know, in numerology, it has all its own special things. It's it's the lemus gate or you know, the symbol for infinity when you turn it on its side. If you're looking at tarot cards, the tarot card for Leo is strength. Um, in a lot of decks, not every deck, but in a lot of decks, that is number eight. There's a reason for that. And there's a little lemuscate that floats over like the maiden's head in that one. Um, 
in tantric numerology, eight is prana, chi, pure life force flowing. You know, it's infinitely regenerative and it is seen as the power number um, representing prosperity and abundance. Eight is also symbolically representative of our, of our DNA, you know, and how the codes continue. So um, in human design, 88 degrees is is very special and significant. So our incarnation cross, again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry, but um, your incarnation cross is, is like, hmm, let me back up. The black side and the red side of the chart. The black side is it corresponds to your astrology chart if you were just looking at astrology. And the red side is 88 degrees of the sun prior to your birth. Why 88 degrees and not 90, right? 90 is a square in astrology. 88 degrees is actually representative of DNA. So there's the why. Because this stuff is like coded in your DNA. Um, anyway, so my own Leo moon is in gate seven at 15 degrees. <laughs> and, and it's funny, my little sister, she is a Leo sun, gate seven. Her sun is at 15 degrees. So we are exactly like the sun and the moon, both at the flip-flop of that um at the Lionsgate, which is like crazy um and i'm always like as a kid i was obsessed with egypt and i'm like hmm so anyway you know this is this is always a special time of year every year um with you know esoteric and astrological significance neurologically significant um g center you know that is that is the place that's the soul-centered direction um, the home to the magnetic monopole, right? So seven's role is to lead us. So I'm like, gate seven happens at this time, and the role is to lead us forward with the heart, with that again, that soul-centered direction. Um, and I always think it's really like what I am doing with my work is just really helping people find themselves again and then love and accept themselves. Um, that's it. You know, at the end of the day, that is all that I'm doing. And, you know, it's, I just often was like, it's the level of self-acceptance that people get to experience and like the the wild ahas that they have. That's so, um, it's just so rewarding to me. Another way to help you find, find your way back home to yourself again is those, the new Yoga Nidra collection where you can simply hit play at night, listen for your type and authority, and do nothing else. Just go to sleep and let, let the words, let my voice just kind of lull you to sleep. You get your beauty sleep, you get your human design um, info implanted in you, and uh, along to healing frequencies. And I specifically chose the 528 um, for, this, for this collection. Um, for significant reasons. So yeah, such a great way. Um, of course, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram at Michaela McLean, where I post energy tips for the aesthetic treatment room each week. Um, so you'll get the, the frequency for this week, along with some things, you know, they're going to be business related, especially for those of us in the aesthetics field. Um, so of course, do you have this, do you have the gate in your chart? Looking at the diamond at the center of the chest, it's going to be on the left-hand side pointing up toward the throat. So seven is going to aim up, connect to 31. So if seven is colored in black, red, or red and black, you have it defined. 
if it's white, you do not have it. Check the 31 and see maybe you're getting the full, um, you're getting like the full channel for the week, you know, or six-ish days. Um, but even if you don't have it at all, obviously you experience this through the transits. We experience it through other people. Um, interesting to look at those around you. You're like, who is a leader that you're like, yes, I want to get on board with you and other people who you're like, mm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not super into that vibe or it is more self-serving or whatever. It's, it's just interesting. It's very fascinating to look at everyone and, and really be able to like pick these things out and uh, understand them. So anyway, if you've got it, hit me up, let me know what your experience is. Or even if you don't, you're just like, wow, yeah, I, I observe this. I observe this in my life. Um, and I'm very aware of it. Uh, anyway, I will be back soon with more. If this episode was of value to you, I would love it if you would leave it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It just helps it get out to more people. Again, I don't have a defined throat. Homegirl does not have the 31. I can talk all day, every day, and you know I do about this, but unless other people, I'm a line four as well. I'm like, I need other people to help boost everything that I do. <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse. So it's just, uh, it would warm my heart. It would warm my little, my little Leo moon heart if you would share, um, share a review for me. Um, if you want to learn more human design, of course, free guide, $11 classes, the new yoga nidras, um, from my course on golden experience, my membership with solo esthetician love and other super, super rad things that are about to happen. Um, I cannot wait. I think it's like about another week before. I'm one of those people I don't like to talk about things too much until they're actually like for sure happening. So um, there is something coming in the very near future between now and Aesthetic Next, and I cannot wait to talk about it, but we're just going to, we're going to have to zip on a whip for, for a little while longer. Um. Of course, go follow me over on Instagram at Michaela McLean. And, you know, all the links in bio are current. And check out the new yoga nidras, of course. Until next time, have a beautiful day.